You're listening to another episode of Living Well with Eisenhower Health. Healthcare as it should be. With the recent deaths of Alex Trebek and Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg from pancreatic cancer, our interest is more heightened these days regarding this disease. I'm Aileen Ellis, and joining me today to talk about this vital organ are Dr. Anthony M. Lowy, the Chief of Surgical Oncology at UC San Diego and an expert in treating cancers of the pancreas and the GI tract and Dr. Henry Sai, a board-certified hematologist and medical oncologist specializing in the treatment of colon cancer and other gastrointestinal cancers at Eisenhower Health. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Hi. Good to Thank be with you. you. So, Dr. Sai, let's begin with three basic questions. What is the pancreas, where is it located, and what does it do? So the pancreas is part of the digestive organs. It's uh, hanging in the middle of your abdomen, and it does a lot of digestions. It secretes insulin. It secretes pancreatic enzymes to help you digest food, fatty substances, and it regulates your sugar and multiple other functions. So it's very important for our digestive health. And what is the magnitude, sir, of uh, pancreatic cancer? So pancreatic cancer per year is about 60,000 people in the U.S. and it's the fourth leading cause of death for cancer deaths in the U.S. So it's not very common comparing to colon cancer, which is about 150,000 people, but it's quite deadly and uh, a lot of people end up dying. And why are the outcomes so terrible for this? Well, the problem with pancreatic cancer is that it is hard to detect, and oftentimes people don't have any symptoms until it's too late. And even if it's detected relatively early, maybe about one out of five is a surgical candidate, and surgery is really the way to cure this disease if it's caught early. So if you're looking at 20% of people showing up to the office and you could only tell them, well, one out of five of you would end up being a curable candidate that's already cutting down the odds. And even if you undergo successful surgery, if you cut them early, the key word is catching them early. Even with no lymph nodes, five-year survival, you're looking at 30%. So even if it looks curable in five years, 70 people out of 100 would die and 30 people will be alive. Now, if you got lymph node, that statistics goes down to 10%. So even in the early stage, it's not really that great. The problem is because it doesn't give you symptoms until it's too late. Oftentimes, by the time patients show up to us, pretty advanced, and a lot of times they show up with metastatic disease. So how can earlier detection help? So as you can see, as I stated earlier, if you catch them early, the odds are much better. So if you catch them super, super early and you're able to do a successful surgery, then the chance of being cured is much, much higher. So early detection is very paramount to trying to improve the survival of this disease. So Dr. Lowe, what about screening? Who should be screened? So the screening for pancreatic cancer is really in its early stages. The problem, as Dr. Sai mentioned, is that it's not a very common disease, uh, and because of the location of the pancreas, widespread screening for the population doesn't make sense, both because it's not a common enough disease and screening tests are somewhat more challenging. However, that being said, we now recognize 
that there are people who are at much higher risk to get pancreas cancer than people in the general population, and they fit into mainly four subgroups. One is people who have known genetic alterations that they carry that make them susceptible to getting pancreas cancer. And there are a large number of genes that have been identified that if you have one altered copy of that gene, then you're more susceptible. And there's, some of those genes are genes that we know confer susceptibility to other cancers like breast cancer. The second group is people who have a strong family history of pancreas cancer. And we typically think about people who have had two or more first-degree relatives, so parents, siblings, children with pancreas cancer. The third group are people who have known lesions in their pancreas, so things like certain types of pancreatic cysts can confer increased risk to becoming pancreas cancer. And the fourth group are people who have a long-standing history of inflammation of their pancreas, something called chronic pancreatitis. Those are the subgroups that we really focus on to think about uh, doing screening. And what does that screening involve? So typically, screening involves an MRI, which is a type of imaging study of the pancreas. And the other modality that we use is something called endoscopic ultrasound, which is an endoscopic procedure where they put a scope down into the stomach, and that scope has a little probe, an ultrasound probe on it, and it could look through the stomach wall at the pancreas in fine detail. So those are the two real modalities that we use for screening for pancreas cancer. So Dr. Lowy, tell us a little bit about the UCSC Pancreatic Center and its affiliation with Eisenhower Health. So at UC San Diego Health at Morris Cancer Center in La Jolla, about two years ago, we began a service, a clinic called the UC Pancreatic Cancer Prevention Clinic. And really the idea of this clinic is to find pancreas cancer early. Ultimately, our real goal is to prevent the disease, which is why we named it the Prevention Clinic. But at this stage, early detection and early diagnosis is really you know, the holy grail for improving outcomes, as Dr. Sai said. And one of our most important partners is Eisenhower Health in Rancho Mirage in the Coachella Valley. And they are our cancer center partner, and their presence allows us to extend our screening services and availability out to the population of people who live about a two-hour drive from La Jolla. So that clinic is a multidisciplinary clinic, meaning that there are physicians and specialists with different expertise, including gastroenterology, surgery, radiology, genetics, nutrition, all of these different aspects which are relevant to people who may have pancreatic cancer risk. And if someone thinks that they may be a candidate for screening, what should they do? So our phone number is 858-822-HOPE, H-O-P-E, which translates to 858-822-4673. And we have a nurse coordinator who will speak with patients to try to get an understanding of why they think they're at risk, and if they are an appropriate candidate to be seen in the clinic, then we will make the appropriate arrangements to see the providers that we think are best suited to their particular circumstance. In the era of COVID, we've been doing a lot of these visits via telehealth, so patients can have the visit from the comfort of their own home without need to come in many times. 
And so that's been also actually a great thing because it provides access to people who may have difficulty getting to La Jolla. And anything else that either one of you would like to add, please? I guess I would add that when we talk about early detection or early diagnosis, in the past we were talking about finding pancreas cancer when it was operable, as Dr. Sai said. But as he mentioned, for what we used to consider early pancreas cancer, stage one or two, those people we now really don't think of as really having that early a disease. But when we find pancreas cancer when it is under a centimeter, we can actually cure most patients. And so we really want to push the early detection to even earlier, to finding cancers when they're millimeters in size, and as I said, ultimately preventing them. But very early diagnosis really is transformative in improving patient outcomes and achieving uh, cure. And Dr. Sai, anything you'd like to add, please? There's a lot of new technology coming out in prevention and even early diagnosis. One day, maybe not in the too distant future, one may be able to walk into a primary care office and do a blood draw and we could detect tumor cancer cells and may be able to allow us to find somebody even earlier. And there's a lot of excitement in that technology, but it's currently not in our clinic yet, but it is coming. So hopefully that would change the outcome of pancreatic cancer death. Well, both those uh, sound like uh, good news in the long run. So thank you both very much for joining me today. Thank you for having us. Dr. Andrew M. Lowy is the Chief of Surgical Oncology at UC San Diego and a specialist in treating cancers of the pancreas and the GI tract. Dr. Henry Sai is a board-certified hematologist and medical oncologist at Eisenhower Health. If you reside in or near the Coachella Valley, contact the Eisenhower Lucy Kersey Cancer Center patient nurse navigator, Patty Garcia, at 760-837-8914. If you reside elsewhere, contact UCSD's Moore's Cancer Center at 858-822-822. 4673. That's 858-822-HOPE. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out the entire podcast library for topics of interest to you. This has been Eisenhower's Living Well Podcast. I'm Aileen Ellis. Thanks for listening. We'll talk next time.